You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. The 90th Academy Awards are on Sunday, Hollywood's biggest night. It's beginning to look a bit different after a tremendous amount of criticism in recent years for the Oscars' Lily White lineup of nominees. A movement sprang up on social media a few years ago, labeling the awards show Oscars So White, and the Academy bungled a few awkward attempts at making the event feel younger and hip. But if you watched last year's Oscars, you know there was an interesting thing that happened in this extraordinary moment. For best picture. You're awesome. Come on. La La Land. There's a mistake. Moonlight, you guys won Best Picture. Moonlight won. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. I'm afraid they read the wrong thing. This is not a joke. Moonlight has won Best Picture. Moonlight, Best Picture. So the keepers of the Oscars envelopes, Price Waterhouse Cooper. Handed the wrong envelope to Faye Dunaway and Warren Beatty. They read the winner as La La Land, a safe story about two beautiful white people falling in love in Los Angeles. But the real winner was Moonlight, a unique film about a poor black boy from Miami struggling with the realities of his world and his budding homosexuality. The film was directed and written by black men and had an all-black cast. That it was the winner, but the winner in a controversial moment, was analogous to the tumult that faces Hollywood in a new era of consciousness about filmmaking. What will the Oscars be like this year with several people of color and women nominated in categories usually reserved for white guys? Is the Academy really ready to acknowledge that great art appeals to many audiences, or will we continue to see the same people win over and over again? Those are just some of the questions on people's minds as we roll up to Oscar Sunday this week. If you want to join the conversation, uh, as always, tell us what you're expecting to see from the Oscars. What do you think of the films that are nominated? Which are the ones that you are most excited about? 313-577-1019 is always the number on the phones. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we'll work you into the conversation. And joining me now to talk more about the Oscars is Adam Graham, a film critic and columnist for the Detroit News. Uh, Adam, welcome back to Detroit Today. Good morning. Thank you. Also with us in studio today is Shana Roth, a Capitol reporter for the Michigan Public Radio Network. She is a longtime movie buff and couch critic. Uh, she usually joins us from uh, somewhere else, uh, over <laughs> over the phone lines or over the, the high-tech lines. But she is here with us in the studio today. Shana, welcome to Detroit Today. So excited to be in the studio That's today. Right. It's great to see you. All right, let's start with uh, with let's start with the lineup here, uh, and we'll start with Best Picture. Now, I will say that you know every year I make an effort to make sure that I've seen all of the movies before the show starts on uh, on Sunday night. I'm doing pretty well this year. Last year I did horribly. Last year I had really only seen Moonlight, uh, which was a mind blowing film, and I was like. Eh. That's probably good enough. Uh, that's probably going <laughs> to win. Uh, this year I've seen all but, I think, two or three 
of the best film uh, nominees. So let's talk about them. Let's talk about what the sort of tensions are here narratively in terms of what is competing against what else uh, and what we think is going to come out on top. Uh, Adam, I'll start with you. Certainly. Um, You know, through last year when you had that Moonlight La La Land thing, it was such an extraordinary set of circumstances to get there, that those would be the two in the running and <laughs> right? that the, the envelope would come to that. It was such a wild thing, but like you said earlier, it was, it was kind of uh, an agalist to what, what is happening. Um, largely, you know, in, in a broader spec with the Oscars. Uh, this year, the, 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 it, you know, through Hollywood, through the award season, you've seen the Best Picture field. I think there's nine nominees. It's really down to three. Um, it's Shape of Water, Mm-hmm. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, and Get Out is kind of the outside shot at winning that could kind of um, be the upset and kind of really rock the Hollywood machine. Right. Um, it's kind of it, 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 the real dogfight is between Shape of Water and Three Billboards, but with the way that Best Picture is voted on, there's this ranking system, and because of that, it, it's 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 a complicated process. But Get Out could rise to the top, and then you're going to see something pretty wild if Get Out, which is a horror movie about race, yes. uh, wins Best Picture on Best Picture Night. It's going to be you know it's nominated in several fields. Jordan Peele's up for Best Director, which was a uh, historic in its own right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a real shot is that is at the best screenplay Oscar, but um, it, it, it makes it exciting going into it where a lot of the other races seem to be kind of like finished. Um, best Picture's kind of up in the air going huh. into Sunday, and there's three possibilities, and one of them is very interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. So, I, you know, I, I follow this stuff uh, as an amateur, uh, so I, I didn't know that. I didn't know we were down to those three. It's, it, 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 it's that's really kind of where where the meat of the race is. It's okay. between those three. And I've seen so I've seen two of those three. So I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> Which ones? <laughs> I have seen Get Out, uh, and I have seen uh, Three Billboards. Oh, good. Uh, and and I'll say in a, in a little bit what what I thought of at least those two films and some of the others. But uh, but that's two for three. I, I, yes, I don't, I that's don't pretty good. Feel so bad, <laughs> <laughs> Shana. What uh, what's your take on this? Well, what I think is really interesting about the Best Picture nominees this year is you're really seeing the 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 midpoint in this evolution of the Oscars. We have several that are very old school uh, nominees like mm-hmm. Dunkirk, The Darkest Hour. These are nominees in the post. These are ones that we expect to see every year yeah. and. Five, ten years ago, Dunkirk probably would have been a shoo-in. It is this very vast, moving war epic that's told in an interesting way. Uh, but this year, as we, as you've said, the the front runners are really these sort of newer school movies, these smaller movies that are more, uh, you know, so- socially relevant, uh, culturally aware. And I mean, in a you you never would have expected. I think a few years ago where the front runner is a movie about a mute woman who falls in love with a fish man that is directed by a, a Mexican director. Right. It's it's just a very interesting race this year, and I think it's a good thing given that the Academy Awards have been dropping off in, in relevance. They've, they've needed to start doing things that are going to make people interested. Huh. Yeah. Um, you know, younger people, they don't care as much about these types of awards and the glitz and the glamour. And we can get into, you know, the sexual assault uh, things that are mirrored, sort of like overhanging this whole process sure. and, and, and that whole conversation. So they really needed to sort of push the conversation into this, 
newer way of doing things. And yeah. I think they're they're succeeding in that right now. Yeah. So I, I haven't seen The Shape of Water, and and uh, I may get to, to to see it before Sunday. Uh, especially now that I that I that I understand that it's you know competing so strongly, but I'm also struck that that's a science fiction movie, right? Mm -hmm. And and those movies tend not to do terribly well at the Oscars either, right? Yeah, it's interesting that um, it's a monster movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a monster yeah. movie by a guy whose cred is really in kind of like fairy tales and, and yep. monster okay. movies. This guy made Hellboy. Uh, he made huh. Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, Guillermo del Toro, and he's really the front runner for the for the best director. If he doesn't win, it's going to be uh, somewhat of a surprise. Um, and then you have Get Out, which is a horror movie. So right. you've got yeah. these genre films that are kind of um, crashing the party. Uh, and it is interesting. You mentioned that we're at a midpoint. I think the the, the transition is kind of happening, and you're seeing more inclusion in nominees. Uh, and that's kind of where everyone's kind of like, oh well, these people got nominated, so we're good now. Um, it's going to take a while for those people to start winning Absolutely. as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's kind of we're in a transition period. Darks, Darkest Hour is is very old school. Um, you know, Gary Oldman kind of barking in this uh, yeah. super makeup as Winston Churchill. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it, it's an it's it, it, they're all good films that are nominated for uh, for Best Picture. I don't think there's anything in the field that was a real head scratcher or anything that was like, um, what yeah. is that doing in there? Yeah. It's a good it's a good field. I think it's a good field. Yeah, I mean, there and I think they're uh, sort of critically, people do kind of agree with that. I have a few that I was just kind of like. Why are you there? But, but that's <laughs> me ones? personally. Yeah, no. I I am an, something of an outlier right now. I did not like three billboards outside of Ebbing, you Missouri. Didn't. Okay, we, we I will I would love to talk to you about that. Yeah, because I love that film. Oh, and, okay, and, okay. Yeah. I would love to hear what you have yeah. to say about it. Because yeah. So, what was your criticism of of that film? I thought that it was it it felt like it didn't necessarily have a point, and it didn't give us a sense of a real place. Uh, I love, I went into it thinking like, this is my kind of movie. We got a strong, angry woman. We're grappling with sexual assault. This is very, you know, heightened, mm -hmm. uh, you know, small town. Let's dig into this. And I loved the premise of it, of, you know, these billboards and using these billboards and having a very visual, you know, uh, representation of anger. But when I was sitting through the movie, my the thought that I kept thinking was, this is a place where nobody is responsible for their actions. So, and in my head, you know, justice is determined by the sort of, uh, the culture that you live in. Mm -hmm. And they are living in a community and a culture where an officer can apparently, you know, beat somebody up and still keep his job and never really lose his job until he literally throws somebody, sorry, spoiler alert, <laughs> until he literally throws somebody out a window. Out a window. And even then he just loses his job. So it, it, it to me, it takes away the power of this woman's feeling like, why ha why don't I have justice for my daughter? Right, right. When it's not really a justice type community. It is not, yeah, it's not. I mean, I think that's a fair criticism. Uh, what I liked about the story was that it seemed to, it seemed to be saying that, or or taking a look at the the phenomenon of one person who makes an outsized gesture that mm -hmm. no one else is expecting, and what happens as a result sort of everyone mimics that outsized reaction, right? If you yeah. think of the things that people do in that film, the things that they say, the things that sort of happen unexpectedly, they're all in reaction to this initial act 
by the character played by uh, Francis McDormand. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know that, that it was intended to be a story about justice. I think it was just about the manner in which, uh, you know, really dramatic uh, outsized actions affect uh, everybody and encourage other outsized mm-hmm. uh, actions. And so I thought it was sort of That's brilliant in that in yeah. that way. It's become kind of a problematic film. Um, it's It opened to positive reviews, and as kind of time rolled on, as Oscar season rolled on, a lot of people kind of picked apart its kind of prickly racial politics and things like this. I'm on the I'm on the pro side of the fence. I thought it was a, I thought it was a great movie. Um, I really liked the humanity of it. There's this um you know there's this real push pull between Francis McDormand and Woody Harrelson's mm-hmm, character, mm-hmm. Uh, the angry mother and the um and, and the, the chief of police. Yeah. And uh, there's this scene where spoiler alert, geez, I mean it's been a, it's been <laughs> theater since September though, right. so you gotta yes, get out there exactly. uh, Woody Harrelson's character um, has cancer and uh, the, there's this really tense scene where the two of them are facing off with one another and he like coughs mm-hmm. and all of a sudden all the kind of like anger that she has for the what he represents kind of mm-hmm. falls away and there's this real human moment between mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. and that's what I liked about the movie it's kind of like the people behind these things and what they stand for uh, and, and kind of how they relate to each other when they all have to be in the same town together yeah. uh, and Martin McDonough I thought I thought did it did a really good job, but again, it's a, it's a it's a, like an Irishman's perspective of what <laughs> right. a small town America. It's kind of a fantasy land in a yeah. sense, and yeah. and it really tries to almost be too many things and to yeah. sort of grapple with too many issues. And at the end of the day, nothing is really solved. And and it and the end of it really left me in like a huh way because you got these two people who are just. Maybe you're gonna go kill somebody. <laughs> right. Maybe right. not. Right. And, and it's you which I I like ambiguity, but I don't know that it. And in in um the arc of uh Sam Rockwell's character I found somewhat it's puzzling. It's strange, yeah. Yeah, because no. it's just like all of a sudden like But it's it, all caused by her initial outrageous act. Yeah. Right? And Frances McDormand was amazing in this movie. Yeah. I thought she was she, she she's gonna win. Yeah. And all of the actors in this movie really to me made it and I think that might be why it got it became so elevated is because the performances are really good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, everyone is really great at it. Yeah, Woody's great, and mm-hmm. Sam Rockwell's going to win. Is he going to win as well? He's going to win as well. He won the, the Golden Globe as well. Yeah, he's won. Um, he's won like all the awards leading up to it. It's yeah. one of the. It's one of the races that's kind of like predetermined. Yeah. Okay. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we will talk about the other Oscar contests outside of Best Picture, and of course, we want to hear from you. Are you going to watch the Oscars? Do you care about Hollywood's biggest night, and if you do, which films are you pulling for? Three one three five seven seven one zero one nine is always the number on the phones. We'll be right back on Detroit today. You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. My guests are Adam Graham, the film critic and columnist for the Detroit News, and Shana Roth, a Capitol reporter for the Michigan Public Radio Network, but also a longtime movie buff and couch critic. We're talking about Oscar Sunday coming up on Sunday, the big night for Hollywood. Who is in the running? Who's going to win? And what does it say, not just about movies, but about our culture, which, of course, is always reflected in the films 
that win or lose on Oscar night. If you want to join the conversation, tell us what you think of the Oscars coming up. Tell us what you think of the films that are nominated. Tell us what you think about the tensions between uh, Hollywood and the rest of the culture in terms of uh, race and sex and gender and all of the things that uh, we try to sort of pack into Hollywood and put on their shoulders to sort of carry for us. Uh, give us a call. 313-577-1019 is the number on the phone. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put comments there, or you can go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we'll work you into the conversation. Uh, Adam, uh, over the break, we were talking about some of the other, I guess, shoe-in uh, <laughs> winners for, for Sunday night. Uh, Frances McDormand uh, for for lead actress. You you th- you think she's a shoe in there, but uh, also Sam Rockwell, who I think uh, you know I, I I love when there's sort of a lesser known actor who's been around for a long time, and that's not someone who's new to the business, but it's the first time he's in this kind of role, and now he steps forward, and you say he's probably going to win the supporting actor. Yeah, I think Sam Rockwell's got it in the bag, and Sam Rockwell's kind of one of those dudes that, even if you don't know who he is by saying... You know his face. You definitely know his face. Uh, Going back to Charlie's Angels, even, where he was like the super cool guy, and he's got this thing, and whenever he's on talk shows as well, um, he does the splits, and he's got the cool thing, he's got the cigarette. He's a dancer. Yeah, he's like a dancer, and he's got like this kind of cool body, but my problem with Sam Rockwell over the years is he's always too cool. He's mm-hmm. always that guy that's doing the splits. He's always like, um, there'll be roles where he's playing like a suburban dad. Mm-hmm. And like, wait mm-hmm. a minute, are you the coolest suburban dad that there's <laughs> ever been? And so the Three Billboards was it was a um, was a role for him where he really kind of dug in, found something more in himself, and I think that it's an excellent performance. Mm-hmm. Um, it, for me, it, it it breaks my heart just a little bit because I get invested in this stuff, and I really wanted to see Willem Dafoe win for mm-hmm. the Florida Project. Mm-hmm. The Florida Project was my favorite movie of last year. Mm. Um, it kind of got dogged. Another one I did not. Oh, see. it's so good! You have to see it. Huh. Um, but it was it was in the it was early on in the talk for Best Picture. It kind of got left out. Um, the director was was talked about. Sean Baker was going to be in the Best Director field. He got, got so. Everybody got left out of the race except for Willem Dafoe. And Willem Dafoe is his third nomination. And Willem Dafoe, you know, since Platoon, I think, was his first nomination. He's been around forever. Another undervalued guy. Does four movies a year. You Mm -hmm. you don't see really any of them. They're just like, uh, but a guy who's been around and he's and he's so good in the Florida Project. But Sam Rockwell, the 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 momentum is too strong. He's going to push Willem Dafoe to the side. But uh, deserved nonetheless for Sam Rockwell in 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 his best role in you know the best work that he's done. And yeah. so it, it's his it's his come it's his coming out party. Let's huh. say. Huh. Well, what about best actor? So so I've seen most of the films uh, in that category as well. Get Out, Darkest Hour, Roman J. Israel, which I thought was that came out of nowhere. Really, <laughs> really great performance mm-hmm. by uh, by Denzel Washington. Um, the idea that Gary Oldman, I guess, maybe has uh, <laughs> has that locked up. I don't know. I, I saw that film. I thought he was great in it. And I forgot that it was Gary Oldman very quickly and thought that it was uh, Winston Churchill. Uh, but but uh, Daniel Kaluuya mm-hmm. from Get Out, I, I think is the... That's got to be the fan favorite. That's right? my dark horse. <laughs> yeah, right? I, would, I would love to see Daniel Kaluuya win. What he does with very 
strong material, but with very little to say. Yes, it's not vocal. It's right. visual. And a lot of people focus on his on his eyes, which are amazing. I mean, when he's going into the sunken place, I mean, his but also like the way his mouth trembles, the way his shoulders will droop, or yes. just I mean, it, it is it is an it is a full body performance that really. When you're watching this, you are feeling the tension of meeting somebody's parents for the first time and just watching it slowly just unravel around you and not knowing, what do I say? Do I get out? Maybe it's just me. I mean, you just you 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 are right there with him, and I would I would love to see him win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, let's get some callers involved in this conversation. Garrett and Clarkston, welcome to Detroit today. Well, thanks for having me. It's, sure. uh, I enjoy having both of, or all three of you rather in studio, and I love uh, this time of year. I've actually seen all nine films, and uh, oh, my man, you. good for you. Well done. <laughs> yeah, and I've seen uh, and I've seen a few of the other ones for some key actors as well, two and actresses and whatnot. And I wanted to say that I think uh, Three Billboards is obviously the one film that's getting a little bit of the traction. Obviously, Shape of Water too, but. Uh, is it just me or did anybody else love Lady Bird? I think for me, yes. as a younger person, I'm in my yeah. late 20s. Um, I enjoy watching a lot of those coming-of-age films primarily because I can still kind of relate to it in a way. And I left the theater, and I told my friend this when I said this, and I, you know, I'd seen it once in theater, and then I watched it again when it came uh, back out, was it, this feels like something John Hughes directed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, It really feels like something that John Hughes directed with the way that Sorcia Ronan is, is going down and in the in the dumps, and then you got Chalamet, mm-hmm. who, who really I think nobody knew until you know Call Me by Your Name, which I think is a film that people really aren't taking enough credit or taking with with all sincerity. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know Lucas Hedges, who I mean I I, I love everything really that Lucas Hedges is in, and <laughs> actually I, I find it kind of interesting that he's not only in that film but he's also in Three Billboards, and right. he fills it there too. So. Right. I mean, I'd, I'd want to see Lady Bird win. I know that's unfortunate, but then again, you know, I'm just a huge Sorcerer Ronan fan, and I just think that, that that's such a great film. Yeah. No, I thought that was a great film too. Uh, I I didn't think I didn't think it was the best picture. Uh, I, I mean, I thought it was it was good, uh, but and I thought the performances in that were were really mind blowing. Well, it's, I, it's a smaller movie, right? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of coming off the bench. It's not the one that's going to blow you away, but it's a really solid movie. It's it's a movie like they used to make all the time in the '90s. It's like yeah. a small mm-hmm. indie <laughs> uh, with great characters that you that you can get behind. But I'm not sure it was the best picture of the year, but definitely deserves to be in the race and in the conversation. And shout out to Greta Gerwig. I I am really pulling hard for Laurie Metcalf to yeah. win supporting actress. Yeah. I think I I think it's going to end up going to Itania. Um, um, why am I blanking on her name? Allison right? Janney. Allison Janney. I think it's going to go to Allison Janney. Allison Janney has been taking it. Allison Janney certainly has the more obvious kind of meatier, angrier role. But what Laurie Metcalf does, I mean, you just you see the struggle of a parent trying so hard to identify with her child right. in a way that we don't see very often in movies. We don't see this type of relationship where it's like, I love you. I don't know if I, I like you right now. <laughs> this, you know, the way they go back and forth with one minute they're fighting and then they're, oh yeah, no, that dress is amazing. Right. <laughs> I, and, and what Lori Metcalf manages to do with this role, and yeah. again, she's acting with her whole body. She's mm-hmm. putting her whole person into it. I I was so moved and you know I really realized my age when I was identifying with her more than with the daughter. I feel like everybody when they're growing up uh, right. reaches that point and it was just I I'm really hoping that she wins supporting yeah, actress. Yeah. No, I I thought that was a, a powerful powerful performance too. Uh Greg, Greg and Royal Oak, welcome to Detroit today. Hey, greetings to all. Hey. 
I was wondering, um, do you think that the body of films up for awards this year are more reflective of our society, or do they project where we want to be as a society? Oh. Wow, Greg, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we only have like uh, two minutes left. So <laughs> to solve that problem for us in two minutes. <laughs> well, I think it's kind of like a, it's a projection of where Hollywood wants to be. I'm mm-hmm. not sure uh, society is where society is. I mean, the Flinttown people were talking about a lot of, you yeah. know, where society is. Right. Um, but I think I think the, the best picture field kind of represents where um, Hollywood wants to see itself in the kinds of um, you know stands it wants to take and causes it wants to get behind in terms of uh, you know an agenda to come. It's kind of um, it's 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 a path that we're starting on. Yeah. And I think if you look at the Best Picture nominees from ten years ago, um, they wouldn't have been as culturally mm-hmm. relevant mm-hmm. as these films are in 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 where where we're headed and where we want to see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they wouldn't have been diverse in the kinds of films either. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, the, mentioning these small films uh, getting getting nominated for Best Picture and something like Get Out or Shape of Water, uh, that's a change too. And most of the movies that are nominated for Best Picture are not are not blockbusters. Get Out made like $175 million. Yeah. Huh. Dunkirk made, I think, over $200 million or maybe in the high 100s. But most of them are in that kind of like uh, 40 to $60 million range. Um, which is interesting. They're, they're like middle of the pack films, um, and you've seen more of those movies kind of get nominated for best picture in the last couple of years versus kind of ones on the high. Like last year, Moonlight was the lowest, um, mm-hmm. lowest grossing best picture winner of all time. Yeah, I think even after the win, it only eked out about thirty million dollars. Yeah. Um, so it's not really a money game as much as it is, you know, it's people art. are recognized. Yeah, yeah, art and quality. All right. all right, before we go, pick on best picture, Adam. Um. I think that the shape of water is going to win. Uh-huh. That's that. I mean, okay. it's not my personal pick. I okay. think that's what's going you to think win. That's though. what's going to win. Yes, Shana? I think Shape of Water is probably going to win. I but I'm pulling for Get Out. I want Get Out to win. So, I want be, Get Out to win. That so would bad. be the that's the that's the most fun <laughs> um, yeah. scenario going into Sunday is yeah. Get Out winning yeah. Best Picture. I'm I am pulling for three billboards. That's that's my pick, and I, th- I actually think that's going to win. But uh, we'll see. We'll have to call each other on Monday and <laughs> right. talk about it. All right, uh, Adam Graham, film critic and columnist at the Detroit News. Shana Thanks so Roth, much. Capital reporter at the Michigan Public Radio Network. Who knew you were such a movie buff and <laughs> expert? <laughs> Thanks for being here, both of you. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, that's going to do it for me this week. I will be back on Monday. I hope you will, too. Detroit Today is produced by Laura Weber-Davis and Jake Neer. The program director is Joan Isabella. The technical director and engineer is Matthew Trevethan. Our associate producers are Gus Navarro and Ziad Butch. Detroit Today's theme song was composed by WDET Sam Bobian. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, a community service of Wayne State University. We'll see you next week.